Welcome to the Longevity Lab Podcast. I'm your host, Coach JT, and we are diving into energy balance today. We are going to understand what it is so that you can defeat the dad body because this is the nutritional foundation that we need to understand in order to get our body in a place where it is lean, where it is healthy, where it is fit, and that is unique to you and what you want for yourself. So we use the, I use those words generally, but the only way to be able to manipulate your body and change it into what you want and what you're comfortable with and what you'd like to see for yourself is to use energy balance and to understand what that is. So we're going to go through that today. We're going to give you the foundation of energy balance. And then in future episodes, we're going to talk about what that looks like specifically if you're looking to lose weight or build muscle or even just recomp. Um, which is really kind of doing the same simultaneously, but it's a much longer, longer game. It's like maintenance where we're going to make a little bit of muscle progress is kind of how we can look at it. So we'll cover that in a future episode. Right now, we're going to understand what energy balance is so that you have the knowledge and the foundation to then execute it according to your goals. Because education will drive the application. When you know what you're doing, you can do it better. So Let's dive in. What is energy balance? Just at its core. Energy balance is the relationship between how much energy we take in and how much energy we expend. In other words, in words that you may have heard before, it's calories in, calories out. It is a fundamental law, a law of thermodynamics, and understanding it gives us the knowledge to, as I said, to change our body weight. But even so, there's a debate in the fitness industry about whether calories matter or what truly matters for losing weight, for being lean, for being fit. Some people say it's hormones. Well, another camp will scream that you don't need to count calories. You simply need to eat high quality food and that's it. Just avoid the processed junk. The truth is it's all of it because all of it falls under calories in, calories out. There's a variety of factors that influence the calories in, calories out equation, but they all feed into said equation. That's why it's a law. As wise law of thermodynamics. So think of it like this. Picture, picture a big old umbrella. And this umbrella is calories in, calories out. Now underneath that umbrella, that is, I guess it's kind of the opposite of umbrella because we're feeding up into the umbrella instead of raining down on the umbrella. But this umbrella is calories in, calories out. And underneath it is hormones. It's sleep. It's your age. It's your diet history. It's your current weight. It's your stress load. It's your food quality. It's your gut health. It's your sex, it's your metabolism, it's your genetics, it's your height. All of that falls under calories in, calories out. So if your hormones are out of whack, yes, that matters, but it affects calories in, calories out. If your food quality is out of whack, that affects calories in, calories out. If your sleep is terrible, that affects calories in, calories out. By fixing those things, we change the calories in, calories out equation. So instead of going to all of those individual things and being like, I've got to fix all of these different things and then I'll be healthy and lean. Yes, if you're doing things to fix every single one of those little things that affects calories in, calories out, eventually you'll get to where you want to go or you can go straight to the source and go to calories in, calories out. 
all the factors that everyone is yelling about do matter, but they all feed into calories in, calories out. So if we can control calories in, calories out, you guys are going to fucking hate hearing me say calories in, calories out. I'm already sick of it, but we're going to hear it some more. But if we can control calories in, calories out, we don't have to worry about trying to control every little factor that comes into play, many of which are beyond our control anyways. And so stop worrying about shit you can't control and worry about the shit you can control, which is how many calories do you put in your mouth and how active are you? And if we can do those things, then you're going to win. Then you're going to be able to use energy balance to defeat the dad bod. Now, we can only minimally influence the calories outside of the equation. So again, calories in is the food that we eat. Calories out is our energy expenditure. And so let's understand a little bit of what that calories out looks like, because again, we can only minimally influence this. We don't want to get caught up in trying to, to influence the calories outside of the equation too much because in, the, in, a, larger, in, in a lot of ways, it's a futile uh, practice. We're just not going to make a lot of progress. So, so let's take a look at this. There are four buckets that make up our calories out. This is also referred to as total daily energy expenditure, TDEE. And so the biggest bucket of our calories out is our basal metabolic rate. It's about 70% of our calories out equation. And this is how many calories your body burns at rest. So it's the amount of energy needed to simply keep you alive. So if you laid in bed all day, you didn't move a single muscle. So there was absolutely no activity like no, no, yeah, no activity to supply energy for, this is the amount of calories to just keep your body humming, to keep your digestion going, to keep all your organs at working, to keep your brain alive, to keep your heart pumping, all of that. Basal metabolic rate is what simply keeps you alive, the energy cost of that. And that's about 70% of that calories out of equation, of that total daily energy expenditure. And this is extremely minimally influenced. We can barely nudge this. And there are some ways that we can, but again, getting caught up in that is mostly futile. Adding muscle can affect our BMR, but every pound of muscle added is like six extra calories burned. So you put on 10 pounds of muscle, which is fucking amazing. Like for real, you do that. Congratulations, because that is a huge accomplishment. 10 pounds of muscle is a lot. And you added 60 calories. That is not a lot. You can have a small apple extra every single day with those 60 calories. Enjoy. And apples are delicious. But the point is not that it's not beneficial beneficial to put on muscle because a lot of the habits that will require uh, that w- that you will have to do to put on muscle will make you a healthier human overall. Like you have to sleep good in order to put on muscle, to put on like a more optimal amount of muscle. And that's going to bleed into other things. So focusing on muscle gain is a positive thing in general. I'm not trying to bring that down. I'm just trying to say that we're not going to affect our our basal metabolic rate significantly. And so it's not something you need to try and concern yourself with and make that like a goal of yours. But again, BMR, about 70% of our total daily energy expenditure. Next up is what's called NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It's your non-exercise movement. So it's just the activity that you do um, that isn't structured exercise. So it could be fidgeting. It could be just walking around your house. It's even just moving your arm to bring a fork to your mouth. It's, it's small shit like that. 
I do include steps in this. Some people don't because a, a significant, maybe not a significant amount of time, but often we do, we go on walks. I say we as like a broad use. I do it. A lot of other people do it. But like we go on intentional walks to try and get steps, to try and keep our activity up throughout the day. And so is that technically neat? No, not really, because you are purposefully going on a walk. It is purposeful movement. But like it's a general movement. And so I count it under need. I count it as a, a honestly a very good way in to track your need and where your need is at is how much are you moving throughout the day? Where are your steps at? I consider that a pretty good proxy for your non-exercise activity, steps and non-exercise activity. And so NEAT is about 15% of our total daily energy expenditure, our calories out. Now we also have the thermic effect of food. So this is the energy needed to digest the food that you eat. Protein has the highest thermic effect of food, which is about 20 to 30%, meaning that 20 to 30% of the calories that you eat from protein, that is the cost, the energy that you will use in order to break that food down and assimilate it within your body. Carbs and fat are much lower. Carbs is about 5 to 10%. Fat is about 0 to 3%. And so again, this makes up a small percentage of our calories out equation, roughly 10%. And we're not going to affect it meaning, meaningfully because in order to increase your thermic effect of food and the calories burned from that, you have to eat more food. So it's a little bit offsetting, right? And now last, the fourth bucket is exercise activity. And so this is how many calories you burn through intentional exercise. Surprisingly, it's the smallest bucket and only accounts for around 5% of our calories out of our total daily energy expenditure. And so we are not going to affect that meaningfully either. We could ramp up our exercise, but trying to influence the smallest bucket is mostly a fool's errand. And the amount of time you'd have to invest to create significant returns just wouldn't be worth it. You would be slaving away on the treadmill or elliptical or whatever it is that would be, you know, your torture chamber of choice. But the time investment isn't worth the energy burn investment or the energy burn return. Ah, a little rhyme there. Nice. So those are our four buckets. We've got our basal metabolic rate. We've got our non-exercise activity. We've got our thermic effect of food. And we've got our exercise activity. And so again, most of these we're not going to affect meaningfully. We're not going to affect BMR meaningfully. We're definitely not going to affect thermic effect of food meaningfully. And it's very difficult to affect exercise activity meaningfully, nor is it worth our time. So with that energies out, the biggest opportunity is NEAT. This is what we can influence the most. And as I talked about, steps is a great proxy for NEAT. And the best way to influence that is with your steps. So if you're going to focus on burning a little bit more, often steps is the best place to focus because it's low intensity. So it's not going to compromise your recovery or your stress a lot. Um, and so that's really like our biggest influence on calories out. The calories in side of the equation, though, we do have a lot of control over. Calories in, as we already mentioned, is how much food you can eat or how much food you do eat. And so that we've got complete control over. We may not be able to affect the calories outside of the equation significantly, at least not significantly enough where we don't have to make changes elsewhere, like with the amount of food that we eat in order to lose weight or reach other goals. But Calories in, sure as shit, we can control that. You know what I'm saying? This we can manage. And so that's why one of the fundamental skills of the Fit Father formula, the method that I use with my clients, is 
tracking your food. Because we gather as much data as possible about the only thing that we can truly manipulate when it comes to calories in, calories out. And when we do that, we put ourselves in the driver's seat to make meaningful, lasting changes. So that's really what energy balance is. At the end of the day, it comes down to calories in, calories out. Are we, if you're like if your goal is weight loss, are we spending more calories, calories out, calories in activity, then we are taking calories in. And if we do that, then we are in a calorie deficit, which we will talk more about in a future episode when we go into weight loss, and you'll lose weight. So that is energy balance. We first need to understand that it comes down to calories in, calories out. Everything else that everybody's talking about that they're trying to get you to buy into, whether it's hormones or sleep or your age or your gut health or your food quality or your metabolism, all those other things, I'll just feed in calories in, calories out. So that's all you really truly need to worry about provided that you're a generally healthy human. If you've got some specific illness, ailment, whatever it might be, then yeah, you might need specific help with that. But generally speaking, we can boil it down to, if we focus on calories in, calories out, we can make the changes that you want to make. So understand that first about energy balance. And then understand that calories out is really, really hard to change. And so that's why we want to focus on the calories in portion. And if we can do that, if we can track our food and quantify it in a way that we can manipulate, control the calories inside of the equation, then we can use energy balance to our advantage to reach our goals. And so again, future episode, we're going to be talking about what that actually looks like when it comes to your goals, whether you want to lose weight, whether you want to maintain, but maybe build some muscle and strength, or whether you do just really want to pursue muscle gain completely. So we will dive into each of those in a further episode. But first and foremost, as I mentioned at the beginning, we got to understand the foundation of energy balance so that you have the education to apply in order to defeat the dad bod, which is exactly what you're going to be able to do after the next episode where we'll dive into losing weight and muscle gain, all those good goals. So I hope this is really, really helpful. If you guys have questions on this, you want to dive into it a little bit deeper, go to the show notes, find me on social, shoot me a message. Let me know what questions you have. I'm happy to answer them. I'm here to help, but thank you for your time and your attention. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you.